Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It's Wednesday, April 24th, here on NASCAR Coast to Coast at the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse here in our Concord, North Carolina location, joined by Kyle Rickey, who has found his way to a racetrack that will hold a lot of action this weekend, Kyle. Yeah, it is the uh, what they dubbed the greatest race in the history of spring, the 48th annual Spring Sizzler presented by Napa Auto Parts here at the Stafford Motor Speedway in Connecticut. A lot of activity here. You might hear some stuff going on in the background where they're repaving the midway right below me, right below the press box. They're putting billboards up in turn two. And we have some SK Modified teams on hand that it looks like might be taking some laps here over the next uh, 30 minutes. So we may get a glimpse of those teams in action here uh, before the show is over. The Roots always do a great job, obviously, of putting together um, Stafford and getting everything ready for the Sizzler. So looking forward to that. That'll be the fourth race on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Um, busy weekend, though. They've got five divisions of NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series slated. And Doug Kobe leads the points. I mean, he's he's obviously really strong there. Can we maybe see another win and him continue this points lead? Yeah, uh, Doug Kobe, obviously very strong momentum on his side right now. Ryan Priest has won the last two spring sizzlers here at the Stafford Motor Speedway. Obviously, he has not entered, so somebody is going to have to break that streak. And and why not Doug, who was the last winner of this race three years ago before Ryan uh, captured the last two wins. But a very competitive field. You mentioned a little bit ago, 33 cars are on tap, some new faces. We'll get into that in a moment. And some familiar names as well, like Justin Bonsignor and his cousin Kyle, who, one, recently got married this past weekend, and two, is the most recent winner here at the Stafford Motor Speedway, winning the fall final here last September. So a lot of storylines coming into the weekend, not only in the Modified Tour, but like you mentioned, the, the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series as well. Five divisions of competition. I think they have like 40 SK Modifieds on the entry list. 40 street stocks are expected to be here, plus the SK lights and the late models and the limited late models. It's going to be it's going to be a jam-packed weekend of action. Yeah, if you're looking for some short track racing action, obviously go to Stafford. You're going to get a bang for your buck and some great racing action. But you mentioned the Bonsignors there, Kyle getting that win last year. But Justin, while he may be the reigning champion, still has yet to conquer Stafford Motor Speedway. Justin says he could have won last fall, but he was still looking at that point sheet, was running, uh, was trying to be conservative and not use up his equipment. I don't buy it because if, if you, I'm in his seat, I want to win the championship and sit down there in victory lane at the same time. But he was able to celebrate with Kyle. Justin has had some bad luck here in the past, and I think there's a pretty good chance uh, this weekend that he'll be uh, no doubt one of the favorites and could break that bad luck. He's finished second here a couple times. He's finished third here, just missing that checkered flag. Yeah, some familiar names on that entry list, including uh, last year's runner-up Chase Dowling is back with the Tomato Gang. He'll be making his return to the tour. 
um, as well as Tommy Catalano, who we'll talk to a little bit later in the show about how his season is going and what they're looking forward to. But a new name on that entry list is Joey Cipriano, a SK familiar over at Stafford. He's grown up here at the Stafford Motor Speedway over the last 10 years. Made his debut here in 2010 in an SK Light Modified, what is kind of the entry level modified here at Stafford. We'll have him better explain the difference between a Light and SK and a, a modified tour car. But he won his very first SK Modified race last summer. And uh, what a place to make your NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour debut than at your home racetrack in arguably the, the series' biggest race, the spring sizzler this coming weekend. So I'll be looking forward to hearing his thoughts here coming up in a few minutes. Yeah, definitely a good, a good strategy there. I would always say if you're going to make a big race like that, do it in front of your home track, but also man, the pressure that comes with it, you know, he's got the laps, he's got the fan base. So it'll be cool to see Joey make that debut this up and coming weekend at Stafford. So when we return, we'll have Joey Cipriano here on NASCAR coast to coast here on the motor racing network. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers O Rewards points in store and online. Earn points on everything from replacement parts to tools and accessories. And for every 150 points collected, you'll get a $5 reward. Earn points any way you shop. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The NASCAR Whelan Modified Tour rolls into Stafford Motor Speedway this up-and-coming weekend to kick off their 2019 campaign. And a familiar name that has made his way through the ranks of Stafford Motor Speedway, Joey Cipriano, will be making his debut this weekend with the tour. And we've got Joey on the guest line. Joey, thanks for coming on and... uh, how excited are you to make your tour in the debut this or your debut in the tour this up and coming weekend? Thank you guys for having me on. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, you know, when we started running SK Lights, I was 15, and you look down that end of the pit area and you see all those guys that, that drive the modified tour cars. And to me, it was always the coolest race car in the world. So it was like, you know, to finally have a shot to be able to go do it. I'm just, I'm super excited and I can't thank Steve Greer and everybody at Gunsmoke Stables Racing enough for, for having their faith in me to, to go, you know, try our hand at the guys that are the best in the Modifieds. Going to talk a little bit about the Modifieds here in a moment. You mentioned you made your debut in a Modified here almost, uh, what, 10 years ago, back in 2010 in an SK Light Modified. But before that, you were a very accomplished go-kart racer in, in WKA world. What ultimately led you from the WKA carts to a modified here at Stafford Motor Speedway? 
we, we raced carts um, pretty much all around the country. We ran uh, the WK regionals and nationals um, up until I was like 11. Uh, and then I started racing a legend car down at Waterford Speed Bowl, and we did that for a couple years. Um, and then NASCAR lowered the age to 15 uh, for their charger license. And my grandfather was always heavily involved in modified. He raced and owned cars. My uncle raced modified. So then when I was finally old enough, he, he wanted to get me in one. And at that time, I thought the full-body cars were cool, and I really didn't pay too much attention to modifieds. And I'm, I'm sure glad I changed my mind because I, now I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know how I'd want to drive anything but a modified. But they're, uh, they're a lot of fun. And just, uh, like I said, I'm really excited to, to have a shot to be able to go run the wheel modified tour this weekend. I feel personally victimized over here as a full-body person that loves my late models. But I will say I have really come around to modifieds and look forward to always watching them race. But, um, you know, the talk of the town is that you've made your way through the ranks over at Stafford Motor Speedway. You've ran in the SK Lights and collected a win. You've ran in the SK and won last year, and you're making your tour debut. For someone who may not know and walk into the pits at Stafford, they see these cars and they all look the same. What is the difference between those three divisions? What sets them apart? Uh, the biggest thing is the motors. Uh, the SK lights have just a, a Chevy 350 crate motor. Um, it's the 602 crate. So they're, I mean, they make right around, I think, 370 horsepower. Um, and then you got the SKs. They're, they're a little more done up. And um, they make, you know, right around 450, 460 horsepower. And then you, you step up into the tour cars and you have the, you know, the NASCAR spec motor that, that's making 600 plus. So biggest thing is the motor and then little things with, you know, different shock packages and brakes and, and you're able to, to do more with and spend more money on, on parts, uh, you know, the higher up you go. But other than that, I mean, they're the same race cars and they cost the same, you know, when you tear a wheel off, no matter which class it's in, it costs the same amount of money. Um, so they're uh, they're all really cool. The the SK Lights is a great stepping stone, and, and it was where I got my feet wet in a bigger car, and was able to have some success there, and then be able to step up in the SKs and, and you know run with guys that to me the SKs is one of the deepest you know all American series fields in the country. Um, you're not you're gonna have you know ten cars that can win any any Friday night. So I know you know with our our success in the SKs, hopefully that can uh, translate over and do a decent run on the tour. Now, although it is your NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour debut, you are not a stranger to a Tour Modified. They run some open shows here at the Stafford Motor Speedway uh, that are open to Tour Modifieds to compete. You've run in some of those with the team that you're racing with this weekend, Gunsmoke Stables Racing. You also tested here earlier this month. Uh, how beneficial was that test for you? And just to kind of get this weekend off and rolling, as it looks like, uh, obviously, Mother Nature might limit the practice you guys have this weekend. Yeah, the uh, the test went really well. Um, that was our first time out with that car. Uh, we ran a Spafco chassis last year uh, with Steve in the open shows. Um, and he uh, he purchased a Troyer chassis from uh, Flamingo Motorsports over the winter. Uh, so that was our first time out uh, with that car. Uh, luckily, you know, our SK is a Troy race car. So, uh, you know, it's not like we're we're going uh, completely blind as far as, you know, stuff. We're able to translate a little bit over from the SK to, to those cars. But it was uh, it was a good test. We had a lot of fun. Uh, for me, it was just about making sure, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable in the car and, and finding some decent speed. It's it's tough at the beginning of the year to, to really gauge on how good the track is and, and how much rubber's on it uh, when really nobody's been on it yet. So, we uh, we went we we ran decent we had some decent speed so hopefully we uh, we go back this weekend and, and can carry that on.
Now, fortunately, like you said, you've tested with this team. You've raced with them before. You've got countless laps around Stafford in tour-type cars, let alone the SKs. But something that sets maybe this weekend's race apart is the lap count. You know, the open shows are usually 80 laps and SK races even less. But the Spring Sizzler brings 200 laps. How has that set that apart, and how have you prepared for a longer race like that? I'm I'm excited for it. I've never run a race that long. Um, really, the longest for me has been 100 laps uh, with the SK uh, 5K that we get every year. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's definitely going to be a good challenge running the, the 40 and the SK and then having a little bit of a break and then going to run the 200 with the tour car. Um, you know, we'll see. I, I'm I'm excited, and that's only how you get better is by, by racing against the guys that are the best. And for me, it's going to be different with pit stops and, and stuff like that. We had a little bit of experience last year with it with the open shows, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. And that's like I said, that's how you get better is you go race the guys that do it all the time and, and are the best at it. So I'm I'm really looking forward to the longer race, and I think it suits my driving style a little better. Instead of 40 flat out laps, you, you have some time to try to plan a race strategy and and be there at the end when it counts the most. You mentioned the tour race and and that you're also going to run the SK modified. What does your schedule look like for 2019? How many times are you hoping to uh, to be able to qualify the tour car? And, and how many Friday nights will you be at, at Stafford? Uh, we're going to run the, the full SK season at Stafford. Um, so I think it's a 22 or 23 race schedule uh, with that. Uh, with Gene and Bridget Poulin again, we're going to go do that. Um, and then right now we have six races planned uh, with Steve Greer and Gunsmoke Stables. Um, we're going to run the three Stafford shows uh, for the tour, and then we're going to run the three open shows uh, with the same 27 chassis that we ran last year. Um, so we'll see uh, if we add any more to it. Right now it's like a 30-race schedule for me, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. I haven't run 30 times in quite a while. So I'm uh, I'm excited about that, and hopefully, you know, if everything's going smooth with the tour car, we may, may try to go show up at maybe Thompson or, or one of the other shows up here over the summer. Now, a busy schedule looks like you have here for the 2019 season, but from my understanding, you're also pretty busy away from the racetrack. You've got a full-time job, I believe, as a physical therapist. Where did that passion come from, and how do you balance that with your racing? It's busy. I mean, you know, I work 40 hours a week, and then at night, I mean, last night I got home. I worked 7 to 7 yesterday and go home and bleed the brakes and and set bumps here on our SK. So I was in the garage until probably 11 o'clock last night, and then back up and in work you know six o'clock this morning so it's tough sometimes especially this time of year you're trying to prepare race cars and, and get everything done that last uh, kind of push uh, for the start of the season it's it's fun um physical therapy was something i really never even thought about doing uh it was, it was something that uh, a friend of mine had done and always talked about how much he loves his job and i'm like man i don't know what this guy does because nobody likes work that much um <laughs> And it was like, finally, you know, I talked to him about it and I went and observed a little bit and was really interested in it. I was like, okay, I could see myself doing this uh, and ended up going to school. That was one thing my mom really pushed was, you know, she's always told me you can't count on racing, working out. And, you know, when you're 15, 16 years old, you're like, yeah, all right, you know, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Um, But now I'm glad she pushed me to go to school. And, you know, now, yeah, I get to work all week, you know, with with patients and stuff. And a lot of athletes get to uh, get to rehab them and, and we go racing on the weekends. May have to start making some appointments at the Stafford Motor <laughs> Speedway down in the in the pit area before uh, before some of these drivers get in their race car. Kyle, I feel uh, like you'd have to work out first, though. Don't you have to like work out to go to PT? Like you know, athletes. <laughs> well, nothing. That, that He's true. got nothing and for is, me. 
and that is not me. <laughs> uh, realistic question uh, for you now as we look into to this coming weekend, our realistic goal for you at the end of 200 laps on Sunday afternoon. Biggest thing I want to do is stay on the lead lap. Um, those races can, can go green for a really long time, um, and then they can also, you know, be caution-filled. So uh, for me, if we can stay on the lead lap and, and stay on pace with the leaders, uh, these guys do it every week. You know, we're showing up for a few races this year, so I don't expect to be able to go win. Um, obviously, that's everybody's goal when you show up to the racetrack. I and mean, you look at Kyle Bonsner last year, showed up to the fall final and won the race. So it's possible. It's definitely, you know, something that – we're going to shoot for uh but for me biggest thing i want to stay on the lead lap and um at the end of 200 if we can you know run inside the top 15 i think that's going to be a, a good day for us and, and at least run where i think we should and if we finish in the top 10 then that's that's uh kind of a bonus anything beyond that is just just a plus awesome well joey cipriano here on the guest line with us making his nascar wheeling modified tour debut this up and coming weekend at stafford Joey, good luck this weekend. Uh, hopefully Mother Nature plays into your guys' favor. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Awesome. When we return, we'll have Tommy Catalano, another familiar name in the NASCAR Will and Modified Tour, and we'll talk to him about his 2019 season and his 2018 of the 18 Rookie of the Year awards here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Even though one person stands on the podium, NASCAR is a team sport. From the pit crew to the wind tunnel. Teams are using technology to gain a competitive advantage. So why shouldn't your construction team? At Procore, we designed our software to do just that. Our easy-to-use mobile tool helps connect your teams, projects, and data so you can get more done in less time. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The NASCAR Whelan Modified Tour heads into Stafford this weekend for the Spring Sizzler. And a name on the entry list who's becoming a familiar name on the tour, Tommy Catalano, joins us now on the guest line. Tommy, the Sizzler's coming up this up-and-coming weekend, and 2019 seems like you hit on something. What's the excitement going into Stafford this weekend? We're definitely looking forward to it. Um, you know, we've, we've had some really strong qualifying runs and just kind of had some bad luck and mishaps in the races. So hopefully if we can uh, keep it together the whole, the whole weekend, uh, we can end up inside the top five and contend for a win this weekend. 16th here at the Spring Sizzler a year ago, one of the longest races that we've documented several times on the show now. 200 laps. What was the big takeaway uh, for you from that event a year ago that uh, you'll apply when we get at it on Sunday afternoon? 
Uh, you know, last year, the Sizzler, I think, was my second race on the tour. You know, so for 200 laps, you know, back at home, the races were a lot shorter. So um, I didn't really know how how much how to save save the car. So I think last year, that that's what a lot of the races overall taught me is, you know, that you're not going to win the race in the first 50 laps. And, and uh, it mainly comes down to the last 50. So, um, you know, this this year we kind of been struggling as to making it to the last 50. So I think if we can make it to the last 50, um, and, you know, I think that's kind of what last year taught us is how to get get to that point. Um, you know, if we can qualify good and be be somewhere inside the top five with the last 50 laps, I think we'll have a shot at um, coming away with a decent finish. You mentioned last year and that one of the big learning curves for you was these longer races and stuff. You walked away from 2018 with rookie honors. What are some of the other takeaways that you've taken from the 2018 season and really put into play so far this year? Um, one of the big things, obviously, like like I just said, was making it to the end of the races. But uh, the other thing is, is how aggressive the tour is, and, and not in a bad way, but, um, you know, it, there is not a lot of riding around. So making it to the end of the race, you know, no one's really riding, saving their cars, you know, tires necessarily. They're all racing at a decent pace, but, um, you know, just the, aggress- the aggressiveness. And you got to know when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive. And I think that's the biggest thing that we're going to struggle with this year. You know, we made such a huge leap in, uh, you know, qualifying and how, how good we're running and where we're running in the field that we're running with people that have uh, not necessarily different driving styles, but driving styles that we didn't get to race with last year. And instead of creeping our way up, you know, from – 15th to 10th to 5th we went straight from you know the 15th to 20th place car to qualifying inside the top five each race so we made a huge jump and i think um you know last year you know we, i kind of learned running you know back not to say uh in the back but you know the the second half of the field um you know some different things but you know this year it's, it's uh teaching me a whole new perspective on being aggressive and when to be aggressive I feel like everybody in your family races, and I think they do, <laughs> including your mom, Amy, uh, who also runs a modified. Can you remember uh, your introduction to the sport as a kid and, and when you realized, you know, that, that you were going to be a race car driver? Uh, I think it was uh, – I was pretty young when I when I knew that, you know, that's what I wanted to, wanted to do one day. You know, I was going to race just like, uh, just like my parents. And, you know, I started in go-karts uh, when I was – five years old and I was practicing even before that you know four and a half or whatever um and just growing up working out in the garage and and you know I would get in trouble all the time you know no one was in the garage and my dad would come in I guess they tell me and you know I'd be standing on top of the cars with the checkered flag he had in the garage and I would get in trouble for being up there with no one in the garage of course but you know I think it was uh I think it was at that point whether I knew it or not but everyone else kind of knew that um that's where that's where I was headed your little, your youngest brother, I believe, his name is Troyer, right? It is. Oh my he's, goodness, uh, he, he's the cutest he's gonna, thing in the entire world. <laughs> he's going to be seven this year, so he's been racing a couple years now. Um, has a few wins, so he tells us all that this year uh, he's going to win them all. So we'll see if he can hold that up or not. I love it. Always seeing that family in the pits, or your family in the pits, and you've got Troyer running around, helping with the cars, and the whole family is just. Completely hands-on. It's actually extremely refreshing to see that. But this season, your mom's kind of taken a little bit of a step behind the scenes. You know, she's not on the entry list this up-and-coming weekend. It's you and your brother. What's that shift, or what influenced that shift of her, you know, you guys focusing on yours and your brother's racing? Um, 
you know, she um, she loves racing in Florida, so she went to Florida this year. And after Florida, um, you know, she decided that uh, instead of her coming to the tour, you know, full time this year, that she was going to have my brother come on the tour with me, and it'd be the two of us. Um, and you know, and she's going to race locally around home and on the ROC and stuff in her mod. And then, you know, hopefully we're hoping towards the end of the year to maybe see her come out for a few races or so on the tour um, and get her feet wet. And then maybe within uh, the next year or two, uh, we'll hopefully have all three cars on the tour. Great qualifying runs, as you mentioned earlier, uh, top five qualifying runs in, in the first three races of the season, including, I believe, a third at Thompson. And then something was deemed illegal or, or something that, that, that you made a, un, un, a, a change after qualifying and, and before the race, an unapproved change with the overflow hose. What was that deal? And, and did it take you kind of off guard maybe uh, that, that they called you out because of that change? Yeah, um, we, we qualified up in the front and then um, we actually got pulled in from the qualifying run. So I think we only got one or two laps. And uh, the overflow hose for the fuel had come out of the tail panel, out of the um, slot in the tail panel. So when we came in, um, the guys just reached up and pushed it back through. Um, you know, nothing, it just kind of gets pinched in there. You know, nothing really, um, it was just kind of a fluke deal. So they pushed it back through, and uh, the officials told us that it was an unapproved adjustment. We would have to go to the back. Um, we tried to argue it. You know, we didn't use any tools. It wasn't necessarily a handling adjustment. Um, we simply just uh, stuck the hose back through the tail panel, but um, we didn't. Uh, we obviously didn't win that argument. But so we went to the back, and and I think I think that's uh, that's another thing that running up front we didn't really get to experience last year. Um, you know, it's just how to not let that you know just dictate our day. You know, that kind of set the tone for the race. And unfortunately, you know, going to the back there, and everyone was all kind of um, rattled a little bit. And I think that just kind of took a spiral, you know, downhill for the for the rest of the race. And, um, you know, eventually around the lap 100 mark, we had a left rear tire blow. And, um, you know, it was kind of downhill from there. So we're looking forward to going to Stafford. And hopefully um, hopefully nothing bites us. But, you know, in the future, if, if something like that happens, I think the biggest thing for us is going to be uh, just to keep our cool and not let it necessarily bother us, you know, as much as it's going to. But we got to just. Uh, stay level-headed about it and not let that dictate the rest of the day. Definitely, definitely can set a mood, like you said, an interesting uh, take on all that there. Now, you have a busy race season with the full tour schedule, but you're also a college student, I believe, at Rochester Institute of Technology, right? Correct. I'm going for going to get my master's in mechanical engineering. Now, you've been actually hands-on, from what I've heard, of the development of this new TQ midget. What's that been like, and how did that all come into play? Um, it's definitely been pretty fun. Um, we, we, had, we had our ups and downs with it this year, and finally the last race in Syracuse, we were able to uh, come home third with it. So that was uh, definitely an exciting uh, take on it. Um, you know, and, and a lot of it was just working the bugs out of it. But you know, I think that definitely transpired over to the Modified Tour, um, you know, we got a lot of new, uh, fresh ideas and data. Um, you know, we kind of been working with uh, Tommy Baldwin a little bit. Um, the midget was something that was a was kind of a combination. It started off as a Ted Christopher car, so that was uh, pretty neat to kind of finish that and put our own twist on it. But um, it's definitely 
it's definitely fun, and, and I that's that's what makes racing fun is you know being able to be hands on and have a part in it, um, you know, and, and it just helps you learn the car better, and ultimately in the long run, um, you know, we believe that's what what leads to success. Those TQ cars are just so fast everywhere they go, especially in in some of the indoor races when you don't have the room to really open them up. How many of those events will you run this year in and around the modified tour schedule? Um, I'm hoping to hit at least a handful of them. You know, this year we're going to do the modified tour, obviously. Um, and then back at home, we're going to do the ROC tour. We're going to run the, the weekly uh, sportsman cars, you know, where we can. And um, when, whenever we're running at home with the sportsman car, or the ROC tour, and there's a midget or late model show, you know, we try to, uh, I try to hit those. So um, that'll be fun, you know, and like you said, they're, the midgets are uh, they're a blast to drive. You know, they're just so fast and obviously so light that, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. And this year they're going to have uh, – they're supposed to be having a couple uh, wing shows for them at Holland, which is a 3A high bank track. So that should be uh, a lot of fun. And hopefully the schedules will align and I'll be able to hit a couple of those. The indoor races up in Pennsylvania are definitely on my bucket list. I have never been to an event with the exception of Chili Bowl – where you race indoors. It's just a mind-blowing concept to me, but I know the races have always looked awesome to see, but um, good luck this weekend to you, Tommy, here. Um, coming up to go to Stafford for the Spring Sizzler this up-and-coming weekend, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again later this year. Sounds good. That'd be awesome. Tommy Catalano, Catalano, one of those drivers, headed to Stafford this weekend for the Spring Sizzler, but when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we'll recap what happened at short tracks all across the country. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. The next time you need auto parts and accessories, trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. For decades, professional technicians have counted on O'Reilly Auto Parts for their knowledge and commitment to customer service. And you can too. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Better parts, better prices, every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. While Mother Nature played the part in canceling a lot of local shows across the country, there are also some that managed to get those events in and some drivers who found their way into victory lane. Yeah, Hannah, we got some racing in over the weekend. South Boston Speedway ran their Easter Bunny 100. Peyton Sellers was able to score the win. Just 15 cars on hand, though which means he does not get maximum points toward the Division I National Championship. You need 16 for that. Next event for South Boston, May 4th, for the 
uh, whosyourdriver.org, Twin 100 for the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East. Dominic Ursetter held off uh, Chris Eggleston at the Colorado National Speedway to claim the super late model win there. They're back in action this week with the Pro Trucks. Tyler Tanner, a familiar name to the Northwest fans, picked up the race win in his super late model at Evergreen Speedway up in Monroe, Washington, holding off Trenton Moriarty. And also Myrtle Beach, Sam Yarborough and Will Burns picked up the twin late model features this past weekend. There's a fair going on at Myrtle Beach Speedway right now, so they will not be in action this coming weekend. Well, NASCAR touring is off with the exception of the action-packed spring sizzler that we've talked about this whole show pretty much with the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour at Stafford. Two full days of racing. It'll be action-packed. Um, the rest of NASCAR touring is off, though. And everyone else is going to Talladega. I'm not, but uh, NASCAR or MRN can keep you up to date. It is Pro Core Week here at the Motor Racing Network, getting everyone prepared for Dega. Um, you'll be at Stafford, though, right, Kyle? I was going to say, not everybody's going to Talladega. Right. You'll be down in North Carolina. I'll be here at the Stafford Motor Speedway. But it's going to be a great weekend at Talladega as well with ARCA on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday, and of course, the big show with the Cup Series on Sunday. I will probably be tuning into Fans Choice TV instead to watch the Spring Sizzler. That seems a little bit more up my alley, but you never know. Talladega always provides some some crazy action on those uh, on those racetracks. But look forward to doing this again next week with you here on NASCAR Coast to Coast for producers Craig Moore and Brian Yeswich. He's Kyle Ricky, and I'm Hannah Newhouse. We'll see you next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. Or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.